Hey, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sarah. And this is our brand new podcast. We've graduated what now? Hello. Hello. Back again, twice in one week, hon. We are. We're just spoiling everyone, sorry, but y'all gotta be fed, do you know what I mean? <laughs> just saying. Well, yeah. This episode we need to talk about me because we spent the last episode talking about you and now it's my turn to talk about my heroes and ambitions. And I'm bloody excited because I love when Kathleen goes off on one, let me tell you now. Oh, I don't do it a lot to be fair. No, but it's class act when you do, like I should really have some popcorn. (laughs) To be fair. (laughs) Those times at uni when (laughs) I just couldn't hold back. (laughs) And it was often on the way home in my car. Is yeah. when you'd kick off and the person wouldn't even be there. Yeah. So really, Kathleen owes me an apology. I'm sorry, Sarah, but yes, it's it entertainment. Be. It's brilliant. Meryl Streep, you really hurt her feelings. Oh, I loved Meryl Streep. For those I'm of you who don't know, 2.0. Meryl Streep was the name of Sarah's car. Little I loved her very much. Meryl Streep. But I sold her. I do miss Meryl Streep. <laughs> I might buy a baggie now. Maybe. We saw her out on the road one day. When oh, the... oh my god, it's Meryl Streep! <laughs> when, when we went to the Weatherspoon and I didn't yeah. bring my crutches. <laughs> right, okay, go on home. Tell me who inspires you. I would love to know. Cool. So, I have a few people that inspire me. I love Dodie. I've loved Dodie since I was literally like 13 and I found her YouTube channel. I have a whole other little bit in my notes about YouTubers, but she's like the one that stuck with me. I love her music. Her new album, Build a Problem, is so good and everyone should go and listen to it. It's wonderful. Who else is there? I love Miley Cyrus. Another one I've loved since I was about... Oh God. How old were we when Hannah Montana came out? God, I don't know, but I just want to say she's an absolute icon. She's amazing. I love her so much. Oh, just the whole way through. Just brilliant. Um, I love Lewis Capaldi. Oh my god, he's so funny. Have you seen his interview with some Graham Norton? He's absolutely brilliant. Do you it's not cool think he's very attractive in a way? Like, he's not like my normal... I don't normally go for <laughs> that. In like a weird way. <laughs> yeah. It's oh. his talent. Talent makes people sexy. Exactly. And humour humor he's exactly. very very funny i love his instagram stories he's absolutely hell- hell- can i speak hilarious but yeah um back to the youtubers thing i don't know if you know this about me sarah but as a teenager like a young teenager i was absolutely obsessed with youtubers you know like dan and phil you like grace helbig um dodie of course all of the cringy ones you know got the llama hat still to this day on top of my wardrobe so <laughs> do you not know the llama hat I no, need I'm to not, put a photo. i didn't really get into the youtube thing i watched mm. i watched two youtubers right and it's mm-hmm. anastasia kings north and saffron barker that did strictly last year oh yeah yeah there it that's <laughs> as far into the youtube world as i go hun. i was deep into the youtube fandom like really badly like I have, to this day, actually, I never deactivated it, a Dan and Phil fan blog on Tumblr that has over 10,000 followers. 
Kathleen, you're famous. <laughs> I am famous. No paparazzi, please, guys. Respect her privacy on the street. Yeah, thank you, everyone. This is really important to me. But I've just I've not posted on it in years. But I just I checked. Yeah, back at it, Gotta make a living get back at it. Like it's confirmed that they're both gay now. So. 13 year old me is actually crying you know you should write some fanfiction as well while you're there oh my god don't even i logged into my old wattpad account and let me tell you that three of my stories have gone absolutely viral i'm never ever ever gonna tell you what my username was what the stories were but they went absolutely viral they've you know i'm gonna find a way to find out i'll ask shannon (laughs) shannon doesn't know either i don't think shannon knows oh bethany (laughs) I don't think so. What about that girl you went out for drinks with the other night that tagged you on Instagram? I don't think so, actually. I'm I just going to go through all your friends with that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for stalking me. That means a lot. But yeah, really embarrassing. But I guess it's good. I have no idea. But my point about YouTubers is when you're so young and impressionable you see them and you're like oh my god they're so cool they're amazing i'm gonna buy all their merch gonna go to all their concerts and tours but they don't really do anything well they do meet and greets and stuff yeah somewhere in the city and that oh yeah i really badly wanted to go to somewhere in the city and i never went i still might go i want to go this year they got um and say king's north this year it sounds like it's gonna be really good and i might go just to like we're going to be surrounded by 12-year-olds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody would ever take me when I was that 12-year-old, so... Well, I look 12, so... It's That's fine. True. I'll go as your mum. I can be your mum. And they're like, come on, Sadal, let's go meet Dan and <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh. But I loved YouTubers right around the point of Alex Day, Sam Pepper, V1i, Kareem, and all of those great guys that got you know exposed as groomers as just really creepy guys and then they all got like cancelled one by one and it's really important to just think you never really know someone especially when they're youtubers because they create everything they create their image they create what you see they create their social media platforms to like, you know, appeal to people of a certain age. And it's just so dangerous and so weird. And I can't believe how taken in I was as like a teenager by all of these people. But, you know, I suppose it's what they're best at, why they're so popular. But. See, I think. <clears throat> YouTubers became so popular because anyone could do it. It weren't like, mm-hmm. you're like with celebrities now, you have to actually have talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like YouTubers with YouTubers, like... anyone could do it. Like some of the biggest YouTubers just sit there and play games. Yeah. Wow, just like... so talented. I remember <laughs> daily vlogging where people would literally be like, hey guys, so I just woke up and now we're going to go to Tesco. And then they'd like go to Tesco and people would absolutely eat it up. It's like when they do the vlog though, and they've got a full face of makeup, and they go back to bed, and they're like, I just woke up. (laughs) You've been up for at least two hours with a face like that. Exactly. And it's all so, like, fake. But it seemed authentic because it's like, oh, they're just filming on a camera that they bought out of PC World, you know? 
it could be me. Someone like, can do it on the telephones. Yeah, nowadays you can do it on your phone, eh? Especially an iPhone, good camera. I can vouch. <laughs> I don't do YouTube, but I know it's got a good camera. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Apple. <laughs> but if they would like to sponsor us, then however, I know you're on skin. I know. I mean, we need money, so. I'd like some AirPods, please. And a MacBook. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> But yeah, so YouTube was, you know, pretty toxic as well when you think about the Tumblr fandoms that are all going about. Like, people hating on each other. Oh my god, remember ships? Oh my god! TVs. Oh, what? I can't remember the rest of the lingo, but people used to actually, like, get into proper fights and, like, be really nasty to each other online because they had a different OTP. Lama versus Demma, that was a big You know, one. that's not gone away, though, because people do it now with celebrities, like... <laughs> no. Honest to God, it's because people, like... in the in the Little Mix fandom, people are constantly getting at people who, like, support Lee Aidman's pot Jevy, and I'm like, whoa! Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh I like them all, but that one person that's not in the band anymore. But I did like her for a short period of time, but now she's not in the band anymore, she's really proved herself as what she is, and I'm... I don't support her. I don't send her no hate or not, and no bad will coming her way, but like, I just, not for me. Who could that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> oh, but like, just Tumblr as a whole. I don't know if you ever had Tumblr, but it's nah. just the most toxic social media platform. My mum wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> you know what? You're probably better off from it, from all of the like. My mum had my Facebook password until I went to uni. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> no, you're probably better off not having Tumblr because the amount of romanticising mental illness and like eating disorders and everything else like that, it was just such a toxic place. Like pro Anna blogs and Sounds like, like Twitter. All, that, all that good stuff. You know? Very dangerous for impressionable young minds that just want to follow their favourite YouTuber, you know? Very it's dangerous. like, hey, here's a video of a guy getting decapitated. Cool. Great. And it's, like, weird, though, because you could literally scroll through, like, just look at that normal thing, next thing you're looking at, like, porn. Yeah. So oh, my God, Tumblr was full of it. I'm not full. here for that. I'm innocent. <laughs> yeah, you are, Sarah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I do still go on Tumblr occasionally because they've got the best memes, the best crack. <laughs> I got Twitter whole, like... online. Oh, I do. I do enjoy Twitter. Twitter is probably the one I spend the most amount of time on. Safer. No porn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but oh my! I forgot about Shane Dawson. Remember Shane Dawson? Oh my gosh! Yes, I did watch that. <gasps> oh, like. He was so problematic. How did he get away with it for so long? Like, Shanene and all of that, like, blackface, and oh my god. And then people just accepted his apologies. They were like, oh, he was young. See, like, I don't accept it, and I bet he's up. No. You know who's ass right now. <laughs> oh, awful. <laughs> I but I did like his videos that. when he'd put things in the microwave. Yeah, like, that's great, and that's fun. For kids that are like on YouTube and looking for that kind of thing because kids are weird. And like and trying then, weird foods. Yeah. And then they stay and he makes inappropriate jokes or 
does something really problematic and they see that and they grow up with it thinking that it's okay and it is not okay. Maybe that's why you, you know who turned out the way she did in the end. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she knows? watched too much Shane Dawson. <laughs> who knows, honestly. Like, I mean, I'm all for people like apologising and owning the mistakes and then trying to make mm-hmm. our career. But not when they go on and carry on doing it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You apologise like, you asshole, we don't want it. Oh, Jenna Marbles. Heartbroken. Oh, I watched Jenna Marbles for literally years and years and years and I loved her. And she had really old videos where I think she was... I don't remember what she did. She deleted all of them. But then in 2020, I think it was, around about the Shane Dawson cancelling moment she uploaded a video and she was like look this is what i've done in my past this is not okay i apologize i didn't mean any harm to anyone else but now i'm seeing that people are getting cancelled for stuff that's in their past and i'm going to take some time away and work on myself and she's not been back since like that was her last video and it it breaks my heart because she honestly she grew so much as a person and you know that she was so kind and she did so many good videos and oh, I still watch her old videos. Do you go in the so dark hall at like 3am when you just sat there? Yeah. And she's like making myself into a toothbrush and I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh. But she's engaged to her fiance now and they're like having a good life. They've got all their dogs and I'm happy for her, but I miss her so much. <laughs> she was one that didn't have to go for all of these other people that apologise and continue to do like bad things that you shouldn't be doing naughty boys she she should not have gone Oh, that still makes me so upset the little toe rag yeah but in the same category as that I'm just embarrassing myself right now I also used to be like a little emo kid, right? I loved My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, Sarah definitely doesn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to show you photos because it's very embarrassing. Wait, did you like do the whole, like, did you change how you look for it in there? Yes. Oh, Yeah. I I need a fee, please. I might go to Halloween. It means that I'm really good at eyeliner now. It's fine. But, like, I especially loved all those little, like, indie pop punk bands. And I was obsessed with, like, I mean, Ghost Town, Swimmers, all, oh. I mean, I wouldn't have seen that coming from you, to be fair. But I can't say nothing because I went through a phase <laughs> of listening to Evanescence. Oh, I loved Evanescence. See, Bring Me to Life, still a tune. I love that song. But that's like as dark as I got. Yeah, it's brilliant. I loved it and I still do listen to that music today. It's it's such good music. But the issue with pop punk bands are that I don't think any of them are safe anymore. Like all the allegations of like underage girls getting taken onto tour buses and all the grooming and all that other shit. I don't think there's a safe one. Maybe Fallout Boy. Um, My Chemical Romance, possibly. Green Day. But I might be wrong. But it was just so acceptable in that community. And it was so bad. So bad. Naughty boy. So, yeah. Yeah. 
bad. I don't dress like that anymore, though. <clears throat> well, at least get the to on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, when I was, like, 14, I would have been like, oh, my God, we're going to the turbas, you know? like Yeah. <clears throat> it's really not good because they're children and they can't be expected to understand. But also, to... I'm not being rude, but why? As a parent, mm-hmm. would you let your 14-year-old girl go to a concert like that without adults in the room? I would go to gigs on my own all the time. Really? Yeah. God, my mum didn't even let me go to Glasgow. Class. I was getting about, man. <laughs> like, getting about what you can't evil me and my wee emo friends go to the tunnels in a bit. Sorry, Kathleen, can we just... You were getting about once, you at the age of 40. You were getting about. Not getting about, getting about, but getting about. <laughs> I mean, like, travelling to go and right, see okay. bands Going and out and about. Yeah, going, going out and about. Not getting about. I say getting about, I'm Scottish. <laughs> anyway, I was going out and about... Thank you. And going to go and see bands and singers and different people, like, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, there was probably younger people in the crowd that... It's just... It's sad that people who have platforms choose to do really bad things with them. Because they think money will get them out of it, though, innit? Yeah. Exactly, and it's well, just sorry, hun, so... that's not how it works. Well, actually, that was how it worked for a long time, but that's not how it works now. Mm-hmm. It's horrible, and I'm glad that now all these allegations are coming out because people are being like held accountable for their actions. But also, it's just so sad, and I feel like it kind of ruins the music now because I feel like I can't listen to it without being like, "Oh, he's a horrible person." Well, it's like that guy from JLS got accused of. I forgot about when that. they weren't in the band, and yeah. then it wasn't even it didn't even happen. I know. I forget what band it is. It's one that I really, I really, really liked. And the last week in October, because I was in Perth with Shannon, we found out that this band had ninety-seven allegations against the guitarist. Like that's insane. How did that go unchecked for so long? The management, the lawyers. None of them knew, or were they covering it up? I guarantee they knew. Mm-hmm. It's like, though, the awful. whole thing... Sorry, I have to say it. The whole thing, though, with, like, Little Mix getting told they had to, like, sleep with guys in the industry to make it in America and stuff. Uh-huh. It's, it's the same principle. Management Management were the ones telling them to do it. They never did it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, labels and stuff are the ones that tell them to do it. So they know they just have enough money to pay the people to show up for a while. And then yeah, the people actually awful. think, oh, nah, you know, it's wrong. It's awful and it's so toxic. And that's, like, the kind of things that I want to change, you know? Like... Ugh, also, I don't, I don't know, know if that little mix thing's true or I don't know how to call <laughs> my... But if it is true, the label should be disgusted. Honestly, it sounds like it could be very feasible as horrible as it is like how many people have said to you like oh you're in musical theater it's just accepted it's the whole thing of the casting couch in it yes oh my god it's that was a fun lecture when we learned about the casting couch (laughs) yeah oh remember when we had to do like fake interviews in the in the studio theater yeah 
<laughs> and then like someone asked I don't remember who it was but someone asked someone oh, would you do nude scenes and it was like a whole weird weird thing that, and the lecturer was like well I'm, gra- I'm glad you brought it up and then we had a whole like awkward talk about that not fun it's a bit weird isn't it the whole industry is weird like that though like obviously I'm not in a band or not, so I don't know what really went on between the label and Little Mix. Only they do. Obviously, outside sources have said all this, but who are them sources? That could be someone that, I don't know, that brings a coffee and that just can't be arsed anymore. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Obviously, you can't always believe it when the media says that. I don't know if the girls have said it or not because I didn't want to research it because I didn't want to ruin my little brain. Um, <laughs> but, like, if the girls have said it, then it obviously happened, do you know what I mean? But if they haven't, then... We can't, because that's something I reckon the girls would say if it did happen, especially now, because they are so vocal about everything. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, the media can twist things as well and make it look like something's gone on that hasn't. Exactly. The whole Me Too movement is so important, and that's like only just starting to change the industry. Did you see the like, Law Order episode about it? Sorry, did you see no. it? No. <laughs> they did like a whole Me Too episode, and it was like this really famous... It was like for over like four episodes. And it was like serial predators, and it was all people in really well-paid jobs. So there was like a casting director, an owner of this big company that had like a franchise, and it was like showing like all these people in power can pay for it to go away. Well, that only lasts for so long, and then people it's happened to think no because if it's someone I care about, mm-hmm. or she, it could be a woman. Yeah, it's awful and. I can't believe that we're in 2021 and it's still like acceptable and even like the musical theatre industry not the easiest industry to navigate you know no. the amount of people that are like oh you won't be in musical theatre like you're too skinny you're too fat you're too small you're too, you're too tall, disabled like... I got that one <laughs> That's you. okay say that <laughs> But, like, I can't believe that people still think that that's what you need to do to be in theatre. Do you know what got me? Did you see on Twitter, like, in one of the lockdowns, Mm -hmm. there was, like, a thing. There was, like, a guest... What are they called? Practitioner. Oh, yeah. um, Going around, like, the drama schools and stuff and, like, demanding the kids took the kit off. Um... And, like, the drama schools had no idea that's what happened in the lesson. Because obviously they were well-respected, like industry professionals, and like some of the drama schools had to release like public apologies and stuff. That's awful! Oh my god. But like, people like that. Sorry, I should have worded that a bit more considerately <laughs> than get your kit off. But that's okay. People like that who have ulterior motives go into industries where they can exploit people. It's like the whole thing with the police. Like there's. You know, a few police officers out there that are kind of violent. You know, just a couple it's decide they can murder the world's people. Just not safe. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'd rather stay inside, hon. I mean, we are. Yeah, <laughs> when was the last time you left the house? <laughs> um, I actually left the house yesterday. I went McDonald's and I went to look at a car, which I found the perfect car, Hyundai i10. How long have I wanted a Hyundai i10, Kathleen? <laughs> you, that specific car um <laughs> as long as i've known you not sure why because <laughs> i passed in an i30 
So I passed my test and I had 30, but that's a big calf. I'm a little person. Yeah. Well, you and need I don't go very far. <laughs> you need room for your big personality. And I do. Yeah, I need room for me big E to get through the door. <laughs> and all your crutches, your wheelchair. Yeah, my crutches, my wheelchair, my bloody thing. I swing my leg in and out with a car from me. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> really, I should get the iPhone. Is that what you're saying, Kathleen? Yeah. <laughs> Might. But yeah, there's a lot of important things that have been going on in theatre, but it needs to change. Like, how many West End and Broadway theatres are inaccessible to people in wheelchairs? Like, don't need to tell me, hon. There's literally so many of them that you can't even get a wheelchair in because there's just stairs. And like, That's... also, how many like disabled characters and stuff get portrayed by like able-bodied people? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. The feet of purpose. Have you seen the thing going around Twitter now, saying to cast Nessa in the Wicked film as an actual wheel wheelchair user? Yes, and I think they should. I think there's they no should. reason for them not to. I would like a job. <laughs> I would like to be employed. <laughs> you remember how we used to do those like exercises at uni that was like, think of a musical that had a lot of female characters in it, or male if you're male, and cast yourself as one of the females. Well, we did Wicked once. Yeah. It was in our pod. And then the lecturer turned to me and said, You could be Nessa. And I was like, Why? <laughs> you were like, I'm not in a wheelchair, hon. Um, why? I got told I could be Glinda. I'm at home. I'm really not the main character. Shall we swap? Put me as Nessa. I have a wheelchair. Yeah. Downstairs, eh? Sorted. There you go. You can take your own to the tour. <laughs> but like, um, Deaf West, that company that does all the sign language and everything, they had a disabled woman in their company for a while. She did Spring Awakening with them. I think she was Taya. Yeah, seen about that. Mm. And so talented as well. And, you know, they changed the choreography so that she could be a part of it and everything this like is that. The thing. This is the thing that annoys me, right? Just because people are disabled or a different race or a transgender or whatever, that doesn't take away from the fact that they are talented. They exactly. still have talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, like... People being transgender or the race, whatever, has nothing to do with the talent whatsoever. Yes, being disabled might mean someone can't move as well, but that doesn't take away from the acting or the singing or whatever it is they want to do. Like, it doesn't take much to adapt what you've got already to be, like, friendly for them. Like, I tell you now, it boils my piss. When you had to refilm your showcase videos and, um, (laughs) sore spot, but when you had to do your dance and you did it all sitting down and it was sick. I love yeah, that Yeah, it was one. great to be fair. And yeah. I still got marked down for not doing enough movement, so thank you. It's fine. It's fine. We've got our degrees now. Yeah, what for? <laughs> not that they're very helpful. <laughs> well, see, see about um, an hour ago before we started this <laughs> podcast, um, Sarah and I had both applied for uh, a great job a really good job and about an hour ago we both got told that we didn't get it and we have a degree what's the point in having a degree but you might be thinking 
oh job application you know why are you so upset about it we applied in march mid-march was when we applied literally and it wasn't an easy application it was a good few like written paragraphs and i would like to say quizzes. i completed stage two of the application in hospital so dedicated yeah. <laughs> i did mine after i got home from the fringe one day yeah like... you did it on the train home didn't you yeah, I wrote it on the train home and then I filmed it at like midnight. And then we didn't get in. So I tell you now, I will reiterate, uni is not for everyone and it is my biggest regret. <laughs> so oh, I mean, you know, it was If fun, I could go it? back and do it differently, I fucking would because I wouldn't go. But then you wouldn't have met me. No, so. God would have still meddled me because God has punished me enough. <laughs> This is like the one good thing. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can have Kathleen. Thanks. Two right, I can have Kathleen. <laughs> and don't got no ideas, big man. He's <laughs> fun. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Musical theatre. Not for everyone. It's not for me. It's not for everyone. But I think going forward. <laughs> that was my favourite thing to say in essays. <laughs> you know how you have to like talk about what you've done and then yeah. analyse it and then say what you do better next time? Every sentence. Going forward, I would... <laughs> I put in the future. <laughs> oh, in the future, yeah. Well, going forward, I would like to change this industry and make it more inclusive or even just try and... I don't even know. Where do you start, by the way? Start doing things like this. Uh, it's impossible, but I would it's like, like to... It's like, unless you're already in the industry, you yeah. don't exist. Like, unless you have a big name, like Harry mm-hmm. Hope, Fletcher or whatever, you literally don't exist and you can't change nothing. Yeah. It's because really you don't matter. matter. Yeah. How well? And that's why. <laughs> I just as much. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but, yeah. That's... It's the dream, isn't it? Like, to change it so that it's more accessible to everyone yeah and i feel like that's i'm sorry i think that's something that should start in the education system as well i wrote my dissertation on this oh yeah definitely. um <laughs> but like the education system ain't that accessible though if you think about it it's really like, not especially for like high-end drama schools you know and like even then if i went to audition now mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me in yeah It's fine. It's fine. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry in the shower after I've had some Chinese. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely getting Chinese this tonight. Honestly, we need it on. We have a degree, what for? For it to sit on the wall and look pretty. I didn't pay 60 grand for that. I've not even framed mine yet. It's just sitting on the coffee table. I don't even know where mine is now. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost your degree. <laughs> I've lost my degree. I may as well not have it. Although, we're getting a graduation. Finally. I'm not going. I know you're not going, but I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> I need like a bit late. I me. need I need the last page of the book. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm still coasting. I feel I need there to be an end to uni. Yeah. Cause our last day, I don't even remember. What did we do? We did that little group call with director and director and Eh? Oh, I did showcase. 
Oh, you need to okay, I didn't do that either. Yeah, so like... I was ready my... for you to be done. I've been traumatised. Yeah, that's fair. That little chat was nice, though, when we had, like, drinks and then talked about the... I left that musical. early as well. That was nice. <laughs> that's when I had to go for my throat thing. Yeah. And then Showcase was just me filming my songs in front of a camera. I would I say on think... my own, but Shannon was there. <laughs> I just think uni... Overrated. Finishing uni, overrated. Yeah. Uni itself, all right, really. Well, I had a good time apart from Corona. Corona yeah, I reckon if we hadn't had it. COVID, my and I hadn't have been so whatever yeah. this is. Um, <laughs> uni could have been enjoyable, but yeah. Not yeah. everyone. Yeah. It's not for everyone, and I think. Anyone who's thinking about applying should really, really consider it. Oh, just really? not listen to this podcast because we have very strong views. <laughs> you, I don't know if I've ever told you. I wasn't going to come to Cumbria. Why? Because I just even. didn't want to pay for fees. I'm Scottish. Oh, I'm yeah. Yours is all I was free. so angry. I applied for a few other schools in Scotland. And then Carlisle was the only one that wasn't in Scotland. But... I applied late after everyone else had already got in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, everyone's getting in here. Cool. <laughs> so. I mean, you came with everyone and look how many of them you still speak to. I know. How many of them do I still speak to? <laughs> Two? <laughs> I only speak to like five people out of our whole 40 people class. From uni? Uh. I speak to about five as well, actually. I'm pretty sure it'll probably be the same five people. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Which is quite sad, actually. I think if Corona hadn't happened, I would have spoken to more. I'm not all that bothered. Yeah. Sorry, but after, and if they're listening, I don't care. Half of them didn't like her. (laughs) But certain people's opinions. (laughs) Don't hold back, say that. I ain't holding back. I don't care anymore. I'm not going to see him. That's true. One of the reasons I don't want to go to graduation, I can't be asked going and pretend to like people. <laughs> oh, see, after the pandemic, it, the toleration for people that I don't like has really gone down. You yeah, know? To be fair, I, I used to sit and take people's shit, didn't I? You and did. then we got locked down and I just was like, I can't be asked anymore. People, do you know I'm a vegan? It? I do not meet. <laughs> Have you seen they're talking about having another lockdown? What? <laughs> they're talking about having another lockdown. Jesus, do not let it take away my Little Mix concert or we will have words. I don't think we will. I am vaccinated yet because I need to go on that. To go on my concert. The worst, honestly. I can't Although in England you don't need to be vaccinated to go to a concert. Scotland. Yikes. <laughs> But I reckon it'll be a thing in England, considering they're making it compulsory for NHS workers to have it. Yeah, I saw that. I reckon it'll be a thing like you have to prove negative mm-hmm. tests or vaccination cards. Oh, that's what it is, negative test. I don't know. I haven't been out. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> My last night out was October 2019. Which is depressing. No, because you did that night out with our pod. That was spoons. That wasn't a night out. Y'all got steam and it, well, it, may, it may as well have been a night out. 
I went about like eleven. Yeah, nice, that, <laughs> that was like evening drinks. <laughs> Y'all were still steaming, hun. Maybe. Half past Weatherspoons is a night out, especially Lloyd's. What one was that one? I don't know which spoons is which. There are two spoons the one, in Carlisle. The one we go to is Lloyd's. Okay. The other one's Old Man Spoons. Yeah, we, we don't go But there. I don't know why it's called Lloyd's because it ain't got Lloyd's in the name. I thought it like used to be Lloyd's or something. I don't know. Nah, it's always been what it is now. People just call it Lloyd's. I think it's because originally it was only that spoons that did quiz night. Oh. So that's like nightclub spoons. <laughs> that's like student spoons where everyone goes for the drinks before they go Woo-hoo. yeah that's how i can explain i'm sorry i can't believe nightclubs are open again actually i'm not a nightclub person see i was but now people are getting injected and i'm no thanks i don't i don't want to be you know stabbed on a night out you know <laughs> Do you even know what I'm talking about? Is Carlisle yeah, so it's small? Where you were, did it though? <laughs> I'm fine. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. This pod, this podcast episode has just turned into a bit of a rant. But you know, we got we got things yeah. to say, and well, y'all are listening, so we've had some bad news. <laughs> you know what? I'm not bothered that we didn't get it. I'm not oh, I am. <laughs> I'm not that bothered about it because I'm I'm a very strong believer that if it's meant to happen, then it'll happen. And because this didn't happen, it's because something else is meant to happen. You know, I'm just annoyed that they kept us on the hook for eight months. Yeah, true. They literally could have emailed us months ago. Yeah. Like, why bother putting everyone through a stage two to then be like, no. We got told that we'd got through the first stage in August, end of August. No, it was mid-July. Was it? Yeah, because I I was still high as anything on morphine. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> See, it's been that long. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm having it injected into my... Like, <laughs> what's it called? Uh-huh. That thing. <laughs> I'm just... Uh-huh. For those that can't see, I'm just pointing at my hand. <laughs> this is... Oh. It's fine. It's fine. Something else is meant to happen. Or, you know, like, Kathleen, you're right. You know what's meant to happen? Yeah. I'm meant to go back to that job that I cannot name, especially now that I am going back in January. You don't have to go back. Because the people need me on the till, you know. They need my smile. Sorry, that's big-headed, but I tell you, anyone in that shop will tell you, that's my corner. Yeah. I don't work in a shop, by the way, but... When I used to finish work on a Sunday at 12 and I would get my boyfriend to drive us through the drive through and you'd like take our order on the speaker and then we'd come to the first window and you'd be like <gasps> And I'd be like, Kathleen! I'd be nearly jumping out the window to get in the car. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but the best time was when I didn't know you'd you'd were back in Carlisle yet. Oh yeah. And I was literally you. like crying out my window. I was like... <laughs> I think that was after lockdown one actually. <laughs> and I was so emotional because I'd worked right through but pretty much because we didn't close. We closed for like two months and then they reopened fast food and we were straight back in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you came on my drive through and honestly, I had to go on my break. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to send me at the lobby because I cannot save the next car. For those who haven't figured that, I work in a drive through 
Oh. Not at the moment. I'm still on sick leave from being all disabled and whatnot. <laughs> Woo. Woo. But to be fair, a lot of people will tell you I'm great at my job. You are? Yeah. Even when I'm stood there crying. Because I did cry once because the friend put me on front counter. Oh my god, the amount of times I've cried in like a fridge or a stock room. <laughs> I just stand there and cry at me till I don't care. Because I have a mask on. No one can actually tell I'm crying. I mean, it doesn't cover my eyes, but because like, they can't see like the little... Because mm. the masks are so big on my little face. And I'd have my hat on, obviously. I might fit my speaker thing. Yeah. No one can tell I'm crying at work. Yeah. But I did cry when the friend put me on. Couldn't count with the point. I did the toilet. Yeah. And I didn't come out until well. they confirmed I'd go on drive through. <laughs> yeah. Don't so, is there anything else? Anything else you want to say about inspirations or aspirations? Well, guys. <laughs> Let's end on a positive note, right? There are clearly people out there loving life mm-hmm. and doing what they've always wanted to do, like Little Mix and like Adele. Oh, I love Adele. Why didn't I say Adele? Adele, let's talk about Adele. Okay, Adele, Adele. icon, you'd think I was divorced. Yeah. It was the time that you like typed the messages into our chat, and I'm like, oh, say this at the moment. <laughs> You just typed in the lyrics to. Oh, what's it called? Easy on me. I'll give easy on me. So I was on holiday in Devon by the beach, and I'd had some vodka, raspberry vodka to be exact. Um, and I'd just pretended that I was Dobby from Harry Potter, and then (laughs) gotta give them the full picture of how drunk I was. Yeah. And then with me and my auntie, we put some music on the telly. And Easy On Me by Adele came on. And anyone that knows Adele knows her new album is about her divorce. Yeah. Divorce, babe. Divorce. And I was crying. <laughs> like, sobbing. My little, like, you'd think I just had the most horrific divorce of my life and that I took the kids. Like, honestly, that's how much I was crying. So yeah. then I decided I'd let Kathleen and Shannon know that I was yeah. listening to Adele <laughs> by sending the lyrics. <laughs> Um, yeah, none of them got back to me on that. <laughs> yeah, we, I didn't really know what to say. I was like, yep, it's, it's great. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I woke my little cousin up as well, because it was like half ten at night. And I was sharing a room with him, and I went to bed so distraught. I think I lay in bed, and I was like, why is he tough this kid? I don't even have any kids. <laughs> I don't even have a boyfriend of my husband. <laughs> any fellas out there, you know. Hit say that up. <laughs> I got a big aid, but you can live with that. <laughs> but yeah, Adele's brilliant. I love Adele. I love how honest Adele is and how she's not changed. She yeah. left for like six years and came back as Adele. Yeah. I think and there's some celebs changed. that like there's some celebs when they get famous or they come into a lot of money and then they just completely forget their roots. They become really big-headed and then get cast in every single movie musical that there is. You know, it's fine. Not, not targeting people. <laughs> not at all. But, yeah. I like you know what celebrity I love, actually? I need to talk about this dead quick. Mm-hmm. And I love them for this sort of reason alone. When Ariana Grande did the One Love Manchester concert. Yeah. 
And as well, she went and visited all the people in hospital. And she and paid she... for all the funerals. Exactly. And... I'm pretty sure she went to half of them, if not all of them. She went to the one she was here for. Yeah. But, like, I'm sorry, if that's not... I don't even know the word for it. Because I cried <laughs> from that It wasn't even her fault, either. There's, nah. you know, recently there was the... Was it Travis Scott that had all the deaths at his concert? Like, he was encouraging that. It wasn't Ariana Grande's fault. And people had told him, like, fans had somehow got to the side of the stage and were telling the producers and that to stop the show and they were just ignoring it. I know. Have you seen that his apology is, like, yeah. a month free of better help? Or, or um, a funeral paid for? But if they accept either of those, that's them wavering their liability. So they can't swim. It's... Big yikes. But I think, like, I wasn't... With Ariana, with Ariana Grande when she did that, like I wasn't a massive fan. I like the music. I think she's stunning. But like I wasn't a hardcore fan like I am with the Little Mix and whatnot. Yeah, same. And then she did that concert and I'm not even joking, I cried from start to finish because you could see mm-hmm. how guilty she felt and it was nothing to do with her. Yeah. Like it was, she literally could not have stopped that if she tried. And, like, the fact that she literally broke down on stage and she arranged for, like, so many big celebrities to go because she had Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, Little Mix, Mac Miller. Oh, rest in peace. Um, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, there were some celebrities that I personally don't think would do that. Not naming names or nothing because I don't know them, so I don't know them, but they don't come across like they would do anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Unless the management team was like, this is really good for your next album. Yeah. That's. But you could tell she just did it because she cared. Because she made none of them celebrities made any money from that concert. Yeah. Not a single one of them. It all went straight into the sea. Mm-hmm. Iconic. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> so yeah. She's a celebrity. Y'all can look up to. Mm-hmm. Adele. Back yeah. to Adele. If you're divorced. <laughs> Even if you're not divorced. Yeah, even if She's you're the single. Woman for you. Even if you're single, twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> when I'm twenty-one, oh, don't God. age me. <laughs> but yeah, to be divorced. fair, yeah, even if you're a single, twenty-two-year-old as well, I imagine. Yeah. Go Adele. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry because she went for six years and came back sounding like Adele. Ed Sheeran didn't like didn't disappear for that long. And his music doesn't even sound like him no more. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> Sorry, Ed Sheeran. We know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're out there crawling, but like... Mm-hmm. Your new music's not for me, hon. Bring back Castle on a Hill. Oh, See what I mean? Super. That's a banger, that one. But now I think it's old, I broke my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I went to his multiply tour when I was literally like 13. My mum asked me if I wanted to go to his next tour, and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Anne-Marie, please, Caroline, Anne-Marie. I really enjoyed his concert. Him and Anne-Marie are best mates, though. Sorry, Anne-Marie, I don't really like your best friend. <laughs> I like Tom Jones, though, don't worry. Tom Jones? He's a national treasure, isn't he? He did Gogglebox with Anne-Marie. <laughs> Remember when he was going to come to Carlisle? <laughs> and then he cancelled. Yeah. He's cancelled on us twice. Tom Jones! That's funny. What have you got against my city? Just doesn't like it. 
I'm looking at the mic in absolute disgust here. <laughs> I don't appreciate Lil Mix showed up when they were meant to. Not that I went, but like, I didn't go. My mum didn't manage to get me tickets. Anything else you want to say? I like Tom Jones. You like Tom Jones? Yeah. And that's really the message we want to convey today. (laughs) We like Tom Jones. (laughs) Support Tom Jones and Adele, guys. Yeah. That's the message for today. Also, Adele's new album comes out November 19th, and she's doing an audience with Adele on ITV on November 21st, right before I'm a celebrity, so... It's a day for the TV, my guys. I know, and I'm going to have a sixpence rehearsal and I'm going to miss it. So we have sixpence, um, Kathleen is sick. (laughs) On the 21st of November. (laughs) She's very unwell. She's got, like, a cold. It could be anything. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's the auditions or anything. (laughs) Oh, sorry. She'll just have to audition via Zoom, hon. Yeah, I'll do a (laughs) self-tape. Get with the times. Send him a show deal. Okay, let's, the real message, (laughs) sorry, the real message is, while celebrities are great and YouTubers are great because they look great, Mm -hmm. cannot trust them. (laughs) Okay, that's Yeah, exactly. The message is, don't believe everything you see. Yes. Trust them by all means if you want to do what you like one, but (laughs) just don't believe everything you see because everything, almost everything is edited. For media purposes. Yeah. Apart from my girls. My girls are honest. (laughs) Don't be disappointed or surprised when things come out about people. And you're like, oh, but I like them. Because you never really know people. And that is the moral of life. That is the secret of life. Well, thank you for listening to this absolute mess of an episode. We've had a great time. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.